Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Tiki Hut Studios. We are live, as you can see, from the beautiful tropics. And I'm your host, Ken Rose. I'd like to introduce the, the woman behind the screen over there. Say hi to everybody. Who are you? Hi, I'm Lisa Rose. How are you doing, Lisa, tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Are you feeling good? Feeling good. Ready to start the show? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. To my left here are two fantastic people. I've got Tom and Jackie Peterson. Tom, say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. Jackie, go ahead <laughs> and say hi. Hello. <laughs> Tom and Jackie Peterson are with so um, uh, Splash Social Marketing. They've been in business 20 years. We're going to talk a little bit about them, their business, uh, who they are, where they've come from, where they're going, and we're going to get into some funny stuff as well. But as everybody knows, on the first show, the start of the show, we always like to introduce a local beer. Um, I did something special this week because I didn't realize that both Jackie and Tom are Islanders, just like myself. Tom is originally from Rhode Island. Yes. And Jackie is from Smithtown, Long Island, which is about oh, 20 miles from Port Jefferson. And for those of you that are new to the show, it's not Long Island. It's not, it doesn't end with a K. Long Island. And a no, no. With a G. You, you are incorrect over there. See, Long you're Island. Causing, no, you're causing a problem already. <laughs> I'm going to get you a cup of coffee. Uh, <laughs> so, so tonight's beer is coming directly from Blue Point, uh, out on the south shore of Long Island. Yep. And we're going to bust these bad boys open. This is yeah. uh, Imperial Sunshine. I don't know if Tom's going to have one. I but, will uh, display. This is, uh, <laughs> all right, so, so, so Tom, while we're busting it open, tell everybody about the beer that we're going to open up here. Well, it does say it's Blue Point Brewing Company. Uh, Imperial Sunshine. Well I guess that's the flavor. Mm. Blonde ale with orange and natural flavors. I like the sound of that. Tastes like sunshine. Tangy, punchy. I like it. Enjoy the trip. <laughs> BluePointBrewing.com. <laughs> you are hired as our beer expert going forward. Thanks, Tom. That was really pretty good, man. I've only drank twice in my I life. Think, I, did pretty good. I think I've got a new career for you right, right here. <laughs> well, uh, well, like I said, um, um, Tom and Jackie with Splash Social Marketing. I always want to say Splash Social Media Marketing. I don't know. A lot of Everyone says splash, splash Media. Splash Media. So we yep. should have changed our name long ago. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, you know that that's a marketing issue, and 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 you are the journalism girl, so you probably should have should have done that already. But if you look at the ticker at the bottom of your screen, what do we have down there, Lisa? It has their website, right? SplashSocialMarketing.com and their phone number. Perfect. And then I think that's we have at Splash Social Marketing. So, uh, um, before let's get into the show and. Uh, tell our viewers what brought you here to South Lake County. You want to take that? Um, sure. Because uh, I'm here because of him. <laughs> well, yeah. We, we were living up in, in New York in, in Long Island. Long Island. <laughs> um, L-O-N space. <laughs> Guyland. <laughs> um, Home of many guys. But every year, you know, we take the kids uh, on a vacation to Walt Disney World. I'm a huge Walt Disney World fanatic. Yay, uh, like in incredibly big. <laughs> And uh, when we started our own business, uh, we were in business for uh, a, a few years, and we came down on vacation and I came to the realization, why are we killing ourselves all year just to spend a, uh, a week sure. that, down in Florida and Disney, and then the rest of the year shoveling snow, everything else. So we decided to make the move on down. Um, that was uh, almost eight years ago. Um, I voted for the beach, the coast. <laughs> I lost, but I'm very yeah. happy that I lost. Well, yeah, it, it was still <laughs> because now you know us. Exactly. It was still on the table until the hurricane came through, and we didn't lose internet. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm looking at everybody on the coast still trying to recover. Sure, 
But uh, and then we also uh, we weren't we we were renting a house. We weren't sure if we were going to stay here in Claremont, um, and we ended up really loving the business community, mm-hmm. uh, the the actual area itself. We've got everything we need around us. I'm a 20 minute trip to Disney now. I mean, it's all it's sure. all good. So that's what brought us down. And and it, I get to see water everywhere, even though we're not on the coast. Love my lake. If you turn around, you have water behind yeah, exactly. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we came down for that, but we stayed because of the people, because yeah. of the actual community down here. That is mm-hmm. true. So wh- what do you like best about South Lake Jackie? Tom just said it. Tom but, just said yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, the people. It sounds like, um, like I'm just making it making us sound good, but that really is it. Um, when we were, so we, like he said, we started our business in New York and I tried a number of different chamber of chambers of commerce and I was completely anti-chamber. I didn't like the people. I didn't like the way the chamber charged for everything. I just, so we just did everything on our own. And when we came down here, I felt the same thing. And in fact, I didn't do any marketing or anything in the Claremont area. I was driving out every day to uh, winter park or, or and Orlando, Orlando. Things. Yeah. It was because I found a small little group of people that sure. were kind of like me then dave colby came and took over the the chamber mm-hmm. and uh in one week i had two different people say why don't you come back and give it a try i went back we went back we loved it we joined i became an ambassador right away and i mean we just we found our family we found you know people that we want to do business with people that we want to see be successful in their own businesses and people that we enjoy spending time with outside of business so it's home it's, it's, home. it's home. And I say this all the time. It's the first place that I've lived, and we've lived quite a few places. First place that we've lived that I actually say, I love where we live. Right. Aww. And, and, and Lisa and I say all the time, you know, it's, it's we're in a perfect place because it's a great community. Um, every place we go, we know somebody. We run into somebody. Yeah. And I've been here since 79. Well, yeah, oh, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you were almost born here. I moved away a few years, but right. came back. But, but the nice thing is is we're really only about an hour or so from the Atlantic and an hour or so from the Gulf. So you can really be at the beach at any moment. Yeah. And Lisa and I even talked about maybe buying a place at the beach um, down the road. And then we're like, but we enjoy vacationing at the beach. If you're living at the beach, it's not really a vacation. Yeah, it's so. different. Yeah. You know, but but again, you know, the business community here has just been amazing, you know, to us as well. And One of the local realtors that said something to us about, you know, why don't you just get a little condo on the beach or something? But the same thing, like... I don't want to have to worry about cleaning it before I leave or cleaning when I first get there because that just... And then you're limited to just going to that beach Yeah. when we have so many beaches, so many different areas you can go to. Exactly. And based on our conversation earlier, the last thing you want is somebody living in it while you're not there because then you may never get into it again. Uh (laughs) You'll be making that payment and not enjoying it. I I guess that's why squatting works. You know, you just kind of move into somebody's (laughs) vacant place for a while. Maybe we'll try that. (laughs) So um, do you guys have kids? Two kids? Are, yes. are, are they here they're in town, or are they grown up kids. and gone? Or? They're um, grown up, but still here. They're still here, yeah. Yeah, 22 yeah. and 20. Uh, oh, wow. Boy and a girl. Oh, good. So you, so you, you knew you had two. You're like, okay, yep. we're, stop. We're good. One of each. <laughs> we're done. Exactly. You, one for me. And we're done. <laughs> now, are, 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 are they Disney? They love Disney, too? My son has loved Disney since he crawled out. And he's, I mean infant toddler like he was just looking at everything disney and when the other kids were talking about like oh i love mickey mouse connor be like well the imagineer like he knew everything wow. about he was reading yep. the like the real uh-huh. books about imagine and it, that's never stopped and our first trip down here we came with tom's parents right before tom's 
father died. It was really important to Tom to do a Disney vacation with the, mm-hmm. the different generations. And we managed to do that you know, a few months before he passed. Wow. But the, our first park was Epcot. Mm-hmm. And so you walk in and obviously see that great big giant sure. ball. Mm-hmm. And Connor was just like, oh, my God. I'm, you know, the promised land, I'm here. He's set. And <laughs> the greatest thing is that his first job was Epcot working in Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely loved it. And then, well, the first movie that Connor ever saw was Star Wars because he was you know, days in. Yeah, <laughs> it was only hours that he was home, and Tom sat down on the couch and watched Star Wars with him, and you know, Star Wars toys everywhere and all that. And now he's over at Galaxy's Edge. Wow. So, like, that's well, he, another... He's still there. Oh, yeah. He's, I, I think he's going to be a lifer there. And, and, and then I, I heard earlier about this, this mystery man. Uh, Bellman Thomas, Bellhop Bell Bell Tom. Tom. So, so yeah. why don't you tell us a little bit about Bellhop Tom? It sounds kind of like my creepy uncle, but, but <laughs> he is ahead. a creepy uncle. Uh, three, three, three nights a week I work over at Disney uh, just because I'm such a huge fan and I love getting the the backstage tours and everything else. Um, so I I started working for Disney. Uh, one of my first positions was working at the Tower of Terror, and I would always maintain theming. I would never break character. And uh, Theme Park Review did a review of, of my spiel at the elevator. And then it became a challenge for all these Disney fanatics to meet Bellhop Tom. <laughs> and that kind of caught on. Some girl up north made a fan page to me. Oh, my God. Um, Disney got wind of the fan page. They called me up one night and they said, hey, Bellhop Tom, we found your fan page on Facebook. Do you want to be in a movie with Goofy? And I'm like. Yeah, I want to be in a movie. Goofy, what do you think I'm doing here? So I got to be in Disney's first virtual reality movie, but it was great because they would, you know, pull me off whatever I'm doing to handle all the VIPs. So like Chris Evans, Paul Rudd, Ariana Grande, Tom Hanks, Neil Patrick Harris, Gary Sneeze. I met all these people, and I messed with them all too because I was a bellhop Tom. Um, I love Paul Rudd. But you always stayed in character then. I always stayed in character. Uh, Ariana Grande actually tickled me trying to get me to smile. And normally I'm very ticklish, but... Oh, your niece yes. would freak. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Your, so. His two nieces are obsessed with Ariana. Oh, well, my, our daughter oh has been gosh. watching like Ariana since before, <laughs> you know, since Nickelodeon. In fact, we went in Brooklyn, used to do a Nickelodeon day or whatever. Uh-huh, okay. And we went before she was you know, Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter, and they were young, they made their, they had to make Ariana Grande shirts because they, they weren't just selling wasn't any. The yeah. Yeah, no, and no. so, I mean, we've been since then, and her big claim to fame is that, um, Ariana's brother saw her shirt and came over. He's like, oh, my God, you're so cute. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yes, so yeah. we have a little thing for him, too. But, yeah. yeah it, Are it, they it, jealous that you met her? It, what was funny was I put her on five times. And um, so she would just keep rewriting, rewriting, and I'd always put her on. And they're with a, uh, a, a guest service person that leads them around the park. And um, I, I asked the guest service person, I'm like, who am I putting on all these times? Like, by the second time. They're like, oh, it's uh, Ariana Grande. And I'm like, oh, that name sounds really familiar. <laughs> so I go home and I ask my daughter, I say, daughter, does the name Ariana Grande mean anything to you? And she drags me into her room, shows me all of her posters. And I was like, oh I knew God. there was a connection. Um, I said, yeah, I put her on uh, five times today. She tickled me. She was like, oh, you didn't get an autograph. You didn't get a, a picture. Yes. I'm like, no, I can't do any of that. You can't do that while you're working at Disney. Well, Bellhop Tom would never do that anyway. No, no, Hell I, no. I obey the rules. <laughs> but I'm Bellhop Tom. <laughs> So, so it so with Disney, but but now, but now you, you're also a, a cosplay guy. 
Yeah, I am. Um, I'm a huge nerd. Okay, I'm a huge geek. I do everything that's <laughs> geeky. I play video games. I play Dungeons and Dragons. I do cosplay. What got me into the cosplay was uh, I had a friend who had a stormtrooper outfit, like a movie quality stormtrooper oh, outfit. Oh, sure. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. He's like, Tom, you got to get one. I was like, well, I got, well, I'm going to spend $2,000 on a costume I'm going to wear once at Halloween. He's like, no, no, no. We're I heard that. I was like, hell no. We're, we're part of this organization called the 501st and the Rebel Legion. And are they the ones that are in our uh, Christmas parade? Yes. All the stormtroopers? Yes. Are yes. you one of them? Um, yeah, I have a membership there. Yep. Um, <laughs> so he says, we do all these charity events. And so once he told me exactly, and they were doing them every week. So there were there were charity events every week. Oh, wow. So I got I got my costume together up there. I had a Django Fett costume, uh, movie quality. Everything was spot on, um, and we would do uh, charity events for the Make a Wish Foundation. We'd do terminally ill children's hospital visits. We would do uh, we would volunteer at the Special Olympics. Um, stand up to cancer with the New York Mets. We were very involved with the Mets. Um, in fact, they, they were the idea. Mets would show a, a video of me. Uh, every year for a few years, and then they just redid the video. Um, but it, it was the givebacks that really hooked me into cosplay. Mm -hmm. It was. Uh, it's nice to donate money. We splash social marketing. Every a portion of every dollar we make goes to a charity. And uh, but to give your time to actually interact with the children, to act, interact with the uh, parents, um, you know, the people you know who who are struggling, uh, struggling or suffering. Mm -hmm. Um, that was, that's what hooked me into it. And now there, I, I've done it for Ghostbusters, uh, Sony Entertainment, uh, thanked us for doing all the charity work, raising all these monies for different charities. So we got flown out to the premiere of the last mm -hmm. Ghostbusters movie, saw it in the Chinese theater with Danny Aykroyd, everybody else. Um, so there, it, it, it's a lot more than just putting on a costume. It's more about the, the give backs to the community, to, uh, the charities. And, and, and I know you mentioned Dungeons and Dragons, and I was reading that that you actually have taught Dungeons and Dragons to special needs teens as well. Yes, yes. So um, I've partnered up with uh, uh, schools in the past where we would put together like just a little curriculum because Dungeons and Dragons, yes, it's an excellent role playing game, but it also teaches a lot about math, about interaction mm -hmm. with other people, um, about you know uh, understanding. Uh, different terminologies and how to how to problem solve, mm -hmm. um, and so we, you know we go through it step by step. It's 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 much much slower than what you normally see on uh, popular shows like Critical Role on YouTube or on Twitch, and uh, it, it's a good um, it's almost like good therapy for a lot of the kids. The kids, some kids, autistic kids, they really focus in on the numbers and you know mm -hmm. how to you know get everything right from the from the book over to their character sheet. Um, it, it provides a lot of benefits for for uh, uh, for different kids. And I, I've been a dungeon master since the 80s. Wow. Um, Wasn't there a cartoon? Yes, there was a cartoon. Dungeon? Yep. Wasn't and there a character named Uni or something like that? It was a unicorn? The unicorn, yes, yes. Look Uni. at you. That's <laughs> Clos wow. Closet my, geek coming out. No, my sister is obsessed with unicorns. Oh, yeah, blame the sister. Ever <laughs> since that show. <laughs> and I remember Uni. I think that was his name. Yes, yes, that yes. That cartoon the, was on. The, the, there was a cartoon. There, there are rumors of them making a new movie, so a new movie is going to be coming out. Hopefully it'll be good. We don't know. But, um, yeah, so I do a lot of role-playing games. Anything geek-related, I am uh, I play video games. Um, 
I'm an ex-major league gamer. I had the number one team in the country for Rainbow Six Vegas, attack and defend mode, uh, way back in the day. How many arcade games do we have in the house? We have an arcade in the house. So we got like Tempest and Street Fighter and Pac-Man and uh, actual cabinets. So after the show this evening, if everybody's watching, head over to Tom and Jackie's. uh, I'll give you the address. The admission is low. So wow. So so now now um, just before we get out of the cosplay thing, I I've I've heard that a lot of cosplay um, people are so critical that your that your uniform or, or your outfit and everything is specific to that um, uh, um, the, the, the first episode versus the second versus the third. Do you, do you see that? Yeah, or, well, uh, the whole... Like, like the snobs. Cosplay, like cosplay in general is a very accepting community. Right. Um, anybody who is not is quickly uh, uh, kind of booted out of that community. Um, but what you're speaking of is the 501st and the Rebel Legion has standards. And what they have is they everything has to be movie quality. Like you could walk on the set and just everything and is, is point down. So that was the point of that of that community. So there, you have standards, but it's not so much as snobbish as like, oh, you you know, you don't have the uh, uh, the original Greeble for your stormtrooper TK costume. Oh, no, okay. It, it's it's more like if you don't have it, here's where you can get it. Here's where we can help you get it. Here's somebody who's selling a secondhand one. So they they want to see you build that movie accurate costume. As a result. Um, when they needed stormtroopers to film uh, the Mandalorian, they needed extra stormtroopers. They called the five hundred first. Really, everybody just put on their costumes they had in their garage, went over, and all of a sudden they've got uh, they've got stormtroopers. Um, uh. The R two uh, the R Builders Club, which is kind of like it's not really costuming, but they actually build full working astromech droids uh, like R two D two. The guy who was over in England. Uh, when they were making the new movies, J.J. Abrams said, uh, hey, listen, we're going to be announcing the new movies, and we're doing a tour. We want an R2-D2. Can you bring one of your R2-D2s over? So he bought one of his R2-D2s, showed him how he built it and how it works and everything. And J.J. Abrams says, that's great. You're going to be in charge of all the droids for the new movies. Wow. And, you know, he kind of got that position. So there's there's a lot that it, it, it does open some doors. Nice. Um, so some people actually end up making a living out of it. So, Not me, though. So, <laughs> so for as busy as Tom is, Jackie, what the hell do you do all day in well, your free time? I stayed home with the kids. Uh, well, but, but they're older Somebody now. Somebody had to they're raise older them. Now. So, 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 so what do you like to do in, in your spare time? I mean, other than just and That's a sore subject. Um, I used to do a lot of stuff. I'm trying to find, now that I'm older and not as able to do the stuff that I used to enjoy doing, I don't really have anything. I have, one of the first things I did down here was join the Claremont Dragon Boat team. Oh, nice. I loved that. Yeah. Um, you want to get um, some Kleenex, please, or some tissue? Um, and just drop the air. Sorry. Oh, Hot that's, flash. That's, that's right. And don't knock over the camera. Yeah. It's, you know, sorry, our our producer is busy taking care of our guests. <laughs> that and, age, uh, the hot flash. Sorry. On. Well, it happens. People next, sit next to me, they get hot flashes. Yeah, there they you go. Drink <laughs> beer. They're like, oh, he looks better the more I drink. I'm like, okay, there you go. Uh, I um, think that's written on the label right, here, too. Right. So, well, well, so, well, what things um, have you enjoyed doing? Are, are you... I, I loved the dragon boat, and, okay. but I got hurt and had to come out. So I bought my own little kayak, and I would go out and kayak all the time. Thank you. Um, until I was in the middle of the lake 
and the skeg on the bottom fell out. Uh, oh. And <laughs> it took me, I don't know, forever. I just circled and circled until I came back in. Holy crap. I've been out by myself since then. Um, but I love the water. Put me by the water and I'm happy. Put my toes in sand and I'm happy. You, you know, that, that reminds me of, of a story, and, and, and not to mention any names, but there's this woman I know, I'll only mention her, her first name, Kalina was drifting out to sea yes, on, on a float, you know, and I was like, gosh, if she just had an oar, she could be rescued. Exactly. You know, so so I, I, I get it, I get it. Um, but um, uh, on, on, on a um, uh, more serious note, now you're also an ambassador for the, for the chamber. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, being an ambassador, what does that entail? Knowing what the chamber is all about and mm -hmm. welcoming people, educating people, and making sure that everyone's comfortable when they come in. And that's one of the things that I love about the South Lake Chamber is that it's, for the most part, very, very welcoming. Mm -hmm. And so that's my job is to wear the blue jacket, and the, which stands out. And, they used and to be green, I think. I know. Right? I think they're better now, like but it's still, I always call it ugly blue, and then I get, you know. <laughs> um, but that's it. We, you know, we tell everybody about the chamber, what it's about. It's a great, it really is great for your business if you're willing to put some time into it. You can't just write a check and the chambers just expect that it's going to work for Correct. you. But if you go and you build the relationships like we all do with our networking and stuff, then, then it's great. Well, and, and, and I will say this. I mean, uh, I met Jackie and Tom through probably the greatest organization on the face of the earth. That is South Lake business leaders, yes. because um, they are, we are, um, we're we're always doing something for somebody else. It's it's, it's and and everybody there, it's 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 like family. It's the weirdest freaking thing. It's you know, I, again, a few people had said, why don't you join this group? And there's only so many groups you can yeah. join, right? We could spend our entire day networking. And you're not working anymore. And just yeah, networking. and I was like, oh, but you know, so many of the people there, I, I see at other places, and I, I held off for the longest time, and then I went to a meeting. I was like, what was wrong with me? <laughs> why didn't why didn't I not join sooner? Um, it, yeah, it is. It's we're all really rooting for each other to be successful, and then, like you said, we're always doing something in the community. This weekend, we helped fill three thousand backpacks for back right. to school, and the chambers, you know, now they're going around and um, uh, delivering it. Just crazy nice. stuff. Yeah. Now, um, let's talk for a second before we get into splash social. Um, Unite to prosper. Yeah. That I, I I've kind of looked through it. I, I I subscribed or accepted or friend requested whatever it was. So so, so tell us a, a little bit so about what that is. COVID happened, <laughs> and uh, what, what was that? Yeah, exactly. Um, we you just know, started drinking. It's <laughs> obviously businesses were all struggling, and you know our business we we did okay because mm -hmm. everyone started to realize oh yeah that, that online stuff's really important. That make yeah, so we were doing okay, and I was talking with people. And you know, talking about doing things for the community, when business leaders and everybody, we get together and we're always helping the individuals in the community, right. which is important and needs to be done. But there wasn't a lot happening for the businesses. How right. can we actually help businesses? So uh, Aaron Faulkner with the Sprinkler Repair Company mm -hmm. and I, we said, all right, let's start this. And we'll, we didn't really have much of a plan other than we wanted it to be a positive place. We wanted it to be for just local business owners, to for a place where you could say, "Hey, I'm having a problem with this. Who, you know, who has faced this challenge, or help me brainstorm?" Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you always try to put that in that when you're out in the community. Oh, we are the most successful at what sure. we do. We're all we the best. All have the same challenges, mm -hmm. so we wanted it to be a safe place 
where people could come and um, and talk about it. And one of the differences with our group than most of the groups is that your business can actually join. You don't have to join as individual, your individual, right. but your business can actually join. And you are welcome to promote every day. Right. The, the idea is we want everybody promoting. I started doing some um, interviews and things like that, and then, you know, like I said before, <laughs> the, the, it's really difficult it, to it, be it consistent. Is. And um, but you know, one of one that I did was for a new business down here, and uh, she called me a few like maybe a week later or so, and she said that her corporate office had seen the video and said you know how amazing that was and she'd actually gotten some calls and gotten some business like well, this is what it's all about so what you're doing here is very you know that's that's exactly it hopefully it works. it's working so. <laughs> uh, oh big shout out to Aaron because we've been in our house for almost 10 years and they came out and fixed all of our sprinkler heads and we're finally grass yep. looks great. grass is looking green in every spot <laughs> except where the dogs are taking care of business but uh thanks Aaron and, and sprinkler repair outstanding mm-hmm. um well you know what the meat and potatoes of the show is to talk about your business. So uh, tell us what Splash Social Marketing is. Can I take that? Sure. Um, okay, so Splash Social Marketing, uh, we help business owners take advantage of the opportunities that exist on social networks and on the internet. That's that's kind of our elevator pitch, really quick. Um, I started Splash Social Marketing, kind of came up with the idea. I always worked for larger companies. Um, some of them were great companies, some of them were not so great, um, but I, established a name for myself within uh, Long Island uh, in the community, the business community there. And I had a uh, client call me up and said, hey, Tom, I know I need to be active on social media. I don't want to do it myself. And I don't want to give the secretary the license to be on Facebook all day. Nothing will ever get done. Can you find a service that will manage it for me? I'm like, okay, let me look around. So I looked around for a couple of days, searching around. There was nobody doing it, nobody. So I came back to him and said, listen, I really couldn't find anybody, but let me ask you a question. How much would you pay me if I did it? And he came up with a number, so I ended up quitting my job that week. Uh, we got our tax ID number, our URL, um, our merchant account. I set up the website all within a week. So, uh, and of course, I went over it with Jackie. I said, "Listen, I think this is the opportunity because I always wanted to work with my wife, you know, just to spend more time with her." And I said, "This is the opportunity. We have to, we have to take, take that chance, take that bet on ourselves." And so we did. We started it out. And uh, that, that's how Splash started. And that was... Uh, 2010. Yeah. Yeah. 11 years ago. Wow. So coming up on, on, on approaching 12. Yeah. So and then we also do websites for clients. Um, we have a, uh, a little bit different philosophy when it comes to building a website. Uh, because I, when I worked for larger companies, they were always selling contracts. They were selling... And the business owner did not own the website. They did not... Um, uh, they didn't own their URL. They were paying, you know, five hundred, six hundred dollars a month, and uh, there were times where I would not sell a person, even though I did sell them. I sat down with them, I pitched them. They're ready to sign, and I'm looking at their finances and looking at everything else, and their their mom and pop just starting out. And I was like, no, they 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 cannot afford this. Right. They can't afford to put seven thousand dollars down and pay five hundred dollars a month. This is this is not a good deal, and I told him, listen, just go to these places, and you know you'll own everything, and uh, put them out that way. So you know that would hurt my commissions at the end of the month. But so when I started doing websites for business owners, I was still seeing the same thing. Um, I, I missed a payment; they turned off my website. I've got no business. Um, 
okay, I wanted to leave them, but they're going to sell my URL back to me for $10,000. Oh, wow. And it was a nightmare story after nightmare story. So when I set up and I build a website uh, at Splash Social Marketing, all we're charging for is, you know, the work to Correct. build the website. And I set them up. Okay, you're going to pay for your server fees each and every month. That's between $9 and $20 a month. You're going to own your own URL. That's like $12 a year, okay? Um, but the good thing is, at the end of the road, you own everything, okay? Mm -hmm. If I, if I, you know, drop dead tomorrow, you don't have to worry about getting the keys to that car. You've got them. And that has kind of happened. We had one client where um, it was her cousin did a great job on the website, set everything up for her. She was a hairdresser up in Long Island, um, had a nice studio. And uh, he went away to war and never came home. Mm. And then Terrible. she did not have access to anything. And it took an awful long time for us to get ownership back. But we finally did it. Um, because everything was under his name, his passwords, everything. There was, right. you know, there was no way we, we could get it. So um, it's very important for a business owner to understand, you know, how important their website is to their mm -hmm. business and that they should be owning it that you're not leasing it out, leasing it from somebody else. Um, that That's a very important thing. So and at the end of every website build, I include an hour training session because we've got a real easy back-end tool uh, for, for clients to use. And uh, I go in, I train them. Some clients are like, oh, this is great. I can go in, I can update my, my gallery myself. I can put in my blog, I can do all this myself. And some other people are like, ah, that's great, Tom. I'm glad you showed me, but if I ever need anything, I'll throw you some money, you'd make the change. And I'm like, that's fine too. Yeah, you know, I, I I I think that that's that's massive. It's a massive point that, that Tom's brought up, in, in the fact that as a business owner, you need to make sure that you own your proprietary information. I know in, in my business, being printing, I run into so many clients that that have moved from online printer or somewhere else, and I the first question I have is, do you have your artwork? They're like, well, well, well no. <laughs> yep. and, and, and I tell every new client that, 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 that comes into our business, anything we design for you, anything that we lay out, whatever we create for you, if you bring me a USB drive, we will save everything for you on a USB drive because you own it, you paid for it. Right. And so many times, you know, they, 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 they go to that printing company that's, uh, I think they're in Denmark, I believe. Um, and they never have access to their art. And it's nope. the same thing, that as a business owner, it's the most important thing you can do is own your identity. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Know? And a lot of people don't understand that aspect of the business. You and I do. Because like, I'll get, like, I'll say, can you send me your logo? Okay, here's this 10 by 10 JPEG. You know that? <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, not. That, that's not going to work. Um, or they send me their logo. I said, where did you get this logo? I just found it on Google. You know? And, right. and I was like, well, you don't own that. That's somebody else's uh, copyrighted material. You need to have your own logo. You need to, you know, at least, you know, do it professionally and do it right. Uh, because if the owner of that image that you're using finds it, says, hey, you're going to owe me some money. And they, they, you do owe them money. You know, that's, that's the way it works. I have a great story for that, too. Um, we had just gotten started with direct-to-garment printing uh, in, in, in the shop here. And I found this great image online. It was like the perfect image, like like you see at Ron John's or you know the fancy. Right. And so I'm printing this image off of our new direct-to-garment printer, and I say, man, this is fantastic. Let, let me post this to Facebook. So within within an hour, the owner of that artwork sent me a cease and desist letter. 
Yeah. Because I was Ill illegally using his art to demonstrate the product. And uh, the, 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 in a roundabout way, the funny, the funny part of the story was I said to him, I said, but your art's really amazing. Can you make something like that for us? And he's like, absolutely. And so he designed our our, our tiki guys and the parrot with the that's awesome, you know, with the whole yeah. stuff. But but that's a perfect example of of using art that doesn't belong to you. And and I know companies like Disney, they'll catch you in a minute. And I've had people oh, yeah. come in and, and they want fifteen invitations for their three year old's birthday with Goofy. And I'm like, mm mm, mm nope. Unless you bring me written approval. Oh, you just Disney. got that call about two weeks ago. I got I, I get those calls all the time, like all, all the time. And uh, you know, so it's important to own, own your own material. It's it's just like it's just like music. Like if you try and put any type of uh, licensed or copyrighted music on on your YouTube channel, they're gonna they're gonna catch it. I made a YouTube video the other day, and I'm in my office. I have the door shut, and the TV was playing, and it caught a jingle from uh, a Disney show. Mm. I put it. I posted up YouTube, and they're like, and, and of course I couldn't hear because I had my headset on when I was when I was you know making the video. And uh, said there's a copyright claim, on, and I'm like, what? I'm like, there's no copy. And I listen, and then I hear in the background very faintly. It's like, wow, wow. The, their algorithms can really pick up anything sure. these days. Uh, images, music, you name it. Mm. So, I mean, that's that's uh, websites are a big aspect of our business. Social network marketing, um, uh, content marketing, that's our other big aspect, um, which is. You know, we're your social network or internet marketing employee, just not one you have to pay a salary towards mm -hmm. or benefit towards. And that's very advantageous for a lot of local business owners, small business owners. Sure. Um, you know, and we've handled everything from small local pizza shops to Lucasfilm, General Motors. We have clients, a lot of local clients. We have clients as far out as Australia. So Massive. Yeah, our, my name, our name gets around, and, uh, and sometimes I don't know how people find me. And I always ask, and it's Word usually about. a friend of a friend of a friend, yeah, that that type of thing. So it's always by doing right the, the right things in the business community. Mm -hmm. Well, one one of the things that people say, or, or I guess people tell you all the time, well, well, I've got my website, I've 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 got my Facebook, my Instagram. Why should I spend time promoting the social media? It's already there. The, and there's a great that's a great question, and there's an, an even better answer to that. If you ask anybody what the best form of advertising is, everybody will say the same thing: word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Correct? You know, and I just told you that's how our name gets around is word of mouth. But in the modern age, the way we communicate is fundamentally different than from when we grew up. Okay? Mm -hmm. it, you look at everybody's on their phone. Everybody's making posts. They're tweeting. They're posting on Instagram. They're tick. They're on TikTok. There's there's so many different ways that we communicate now. If you're not take, if you're a business owner, you're not taking advantage of that. You are missing a huge boat. You're missing an opportunity to, to communicate with your potential clients, with your customer base, whoever mm -hmm. it might be. And you know, it's not it's not just enough to have a website. And nowadays, the website's almost secondary to everything else. It right. just substantiates. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You still need the website. That's absolutely needed for you to get found. But then now people are going to contact you through Google My Business. They're going to talk to you on Siri. You better. You know, hope to know mm -hmm. that your your business Siri recognizes who your business is and, and where it is and your telephone number because if it doesn't, when people ask, uh, hey hey Siri, can I can I get a uh, a pizza? Where can I get a pizza? You know, can you order me a pizza? You better make sure that everything is is hooked up uh, to the most modern forms of communication that are out there, and that's all social media is. It's people communicating with one another, and it's a huge opportunity or an even bigger miss. Well, let's 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 um, talk a little bit about that. One of the things that is is like learning a foreign language to, to the rest of us 
are Google Analytics. <laughs> and, and, and you are the Google Analytics guy. Yes. From, from what your wife says. Yes, Google, Google Analytics. So it let's is, talk about, about it, what that is. It's another language. You'll never learn it. Just pay me money. <laughs> there you go. Just mail the check. Yes. Mail the check. Mail it to 304 Mohawk. I'll take my cut and then yeah, I'll get it back to Tom. Why is it so, so important for, for a business person to understand what, what Google's analytics are reporting? Okay. Or not reporting for that matter. Well, Google Ana Analytics is very important because it will tell you how your website is performing for you. Is it work is your website working for you or is it working against you? Because I've seen websites that are absolutely doing a business uh, a, a ton of damage to a business. Um, but they don't know that. There's no way because they, they look at a website. Oh, I got a website. I got images, I got I got a URL, I got a little menu up there. You know, sure. there's my telephone number on it, but you're, you have to look at the traffic, where your traffic is coming from, the quality traffic. You have to look at your conversion rates. You have to look at your stickiness factor, time on site, what pages have a high bounce rate. There's a lot that goes into it. And I, I can't blame a single business owner for not knowing any of this because it is very complex. It is very uh, um, detailed. When you go onto the Google Analytics page, you've got probably over a 1,000 options that you can look at. And for a business owner to say, well, where do I start? They don't know where to start. They don't know how to grade their own website. I do. I've been doing it mm -hmm. since Google Analytics came out uh, when it was first on a site. And I could go in there and I could say, okay, here are the pages that are working against you. Okay, your homepage is bouncing too many people. You know, your keywords are way off. Um, you're coming up in categories you don't need, you, you don't need to come up in. Um, there's, you know, there's just a, a ton of information in there that is vital to every single business. I don't care if you have an online business or if you're a brick and mortar business, um, a business to business business. Um, you know, you have to have someone who knows what they're doing go in there, look at it, and tell you, yes, everything is going great, keep moving forward, or here's room to improvement, or the very worst scenario. You gotta scrap everything and start over. Yeah. And sometimes that's the best thing. Um, I'm, I'm gonna take a bite out of, out of one of the things that you said because I, I, th I think for our viewers or listeners, um, the, the, the thing that I always wanna know is conversion rate. So if you can explain to our, to our audience what conversion rate is, because I think that's really the tell all if your site's working for you or it's working against you. I love conversion rates because everything online is accountable now. You have, you have the metrics and the analytics for everything. What I look at, when I look at a conversion rate, especially when someone's doing an online ad campaign, okay, now they're actively paying money to get people to the site, okay? And you better hope that website is a great salesperson for you because essentially that's what it is, okay? So when you're paying money to Google for a Google ad, Okay. You're not just saying, oh, you know, we're putting it in this newspaper. Here's a radio ad. Hopefully it'll hit some people that are looking for your services. Of course. Google shows your ad to people who are actively searching for your services right now. They need your services. They need something printed. Yes. They need a plumber. They need a exterminator, whatever it might be. Now, so you're paying money and now people are going over to your website. Now, what I look at on the back end, what happens when those people go over? Okay. Do they, do they click to call? Do they click your, you know, are we tracking your phone number? Is it a specific landing page that we're, we're tracking conversion rates on or different messages? Um, do they click to send a message? Do they click to uh, send an email? And that is the conversion rate. Once we know those things, advertising becomes math. Okay, I spent $500 on an ad last month. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Out of that, I got a hundred people to my website. All right. And out of those hundred people, I got 30 leads. And out of that 30 leads, I got five new clients. Okay. Now you have all the math you need to know to grow your business. Well, next month, okay, I have my five clients. Next month I want 10. Okay. And so you kind of know what you have to spend. And as long as the ROI is there, okay, you can grow your business. Now it's, and what we do when we run uh, Google AdWords or anything for a client, um, since we see ourselves as employees, we can pause at any time. A lot of companies, um, especially big marketing companies, they'll say, okay, give us, you know, $2,000. We're going to spend all of it no matter what. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to take our, you know, we're probably going to take about $600 of that put in our pocket too. What we do is I run the campaign, and if we need to pause it or stop it or change it at any point during the campaign, we have that flexibility. We had a client who was a lawnscaping and a fence company, and he said, Google Ads doesn't work. I said, it works for everybody else but you? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> um, give me a shot at it. Let, 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 me, let me put together an ad campaign. Give me a budget and everything. So I put together two ad campaigns, one for his uh, landscaping business, one for the fence company. Two weeks into it, he calls me up and says, you've got to stop that fence ad. And I said, <laughs> I said, why? He's like, we're booked out two months. I can't take any more calls and just keep <laughs> telling people no and paying for those calls. Right. Because when you do an ad on Google and they call you, it prompts you. This mm-hmm. is a call from your Google ad. So you sure. know it's working. Mm-hmm. So he was saying, I just kept getting calls. And I say, you know, we're three months out now. Uh, okay, we'll go look for somebody else. So <laughs> just pause it. So we were able to pause it. So, But yeah, conversion rates are very important for your website. If your website converts well and each industry has a different average conversion rate Um, you know if it's not converting that's a problem but we don't know Mm -hmm. until we try until we look at those uh, analytics sure hey um would you mind just grabbing a a water for miss jackie here okay so for women who suffer these massive hot flashes (laughs) it's horrible peppermint oil which i usually have with me and i don't oh oh, it's awesome if, if if you go up to my desk there's a small vial of peppermint oil, believe it or not. No. Yes, on, honest to God. Yes, honest to God. That's for his heat flashes. Thank you for caring, and thank you for calling attention to it. It's tough when you're a beautiful woman and you're, and you're next to two good-looking guys. It really, the heat I'm in this room is hotter than hell. Uh, um, anyway. All right, so, so, so conversion rates are very, very key. Um, let, let, let me ask you, Tom. Now, you mentioned with the, the fence landscape person, mm-hmm. and, and this is where people make a mistake. I, I, I see it in, in business with direct mail and, and things like that is, is um, how do you coach people? Because they're like, well, I'm, I'm too busy. I have to stop marketing. Then they're slow, and they're like, I got to market. So, so I always tell my clients, look, you have to continuously market, at least keep your, your name out there, your information. Um, so... With Splash Social Marketing, you guys offer other things that keep their information out there, whether it's a... Ab- absolutely. There's um, th- there's a lot of things that we do as far as uh, engagements on social posts and everything mm-hmm. else that helps uh, keep people talking about it. Um, making sure people are aware of everything that you do and not just, you know, the, the, the functions of your, whatever your particular business is, but the givebacks you do to the community mm-hmm. because that helps build trust, you know, within people. Don't worry about it. I'll look for it. Thank you. Um, so it, it is very important. They, they have to understand, um, you know, if they're going to have a slow time, mm-hmm. okay, 
um, and they know they're going to have a busy time, they still have to keep going through that busy time. They still have to keep pushing because if you know you're going to have a slow time, why do you want it to be a slow time? Right. You know, you got to you got to keep going. You you got to you know keep that business level and even. And Google's always looking for people, the businesses that are active. So if you take time off, then it just takes that much longer for Google to recognize it and get ramped up. So you want to make sure that there's constant uh, new information being. And this this is this all boils down to a lot of content marketing. And that's what Jackie, you're you're the content guy, girl. Yeah, he says woman. queen, but yeah, yeah she's she's <laughs> she's, the, she's the queen of engagement, the the, the queen of, of content marketing. Um, well, it's, it's more than just okay. I'm going to make a post today. There's right. so much noise on social media now. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that what you're putting out there is going to come be heard above the noise. You want to make sure that you're offering something of value, and your main goal is to get people to actually engage with you. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to just be one way where you are talking to the people out there. You want people to like your post, and but really you want people to comment and, and see share. It. Right. And sh- yeah. Sure. Um, so it's, you know, it's finding what works for this particular, uh, your target uh, uh, audience. And so many people will ask me, like, what's the best time of day to post? And what, and you know, they, they'll go online and they'll say, well, this social media guru said never post on Monday and you know, <laughs> only post these times. I'm like, okay, but what are you, what's your, what are your customers doing? Right. And and that's the the big thing. You know, go in and look at your own analytics. Facebook, Instagram, they all give you great analytics and tell you exactly when your followers are online. Mm-hmm. And then you can look at each individual post and say, okay, I talked about this here, and wow, people really liked that. Talked about this, I thought people were going to love that, and no one said anything. Okay, we're going to do more this this way. So. You know, don't listen to the gurus other than me. And Damn straight. <laughs> you heard it here first. The queen of content. Look at your own stuff. Just like Tom will go in and look at everything. How is it working for your website? I do it on the content side. I go into all the different platforms and, you know, at least once a week for our clients, sometimes more, but just really see exactly what is happening, who's listening, who's engaging. And what's working for you? Right. And a, lo- a lot of times, uh, business owners have trouble wrapping their heads around what content marketing actually is because it's not a mailer, it's not a radio ad, it's not a TV ad. Mm-hmm. I was talking with a um, uh, uh, what a dietitian, yeah, oh, yeah, a dietitian guy, right? And uh, he helps people with their diets. And I obviously know nothing about diets. Uh, um, I'm, I'm trying to learn, <laughs> but. Um, he, he says, he says, yeah, Tom, I don't get, I don't get this content marketing. I really don't need it. I said, well, let, let me ask you a question. Okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm a little bit overweight, you know, and all I know about diets is the, uh, Atkins diet is the best diet to end all diets of all diets in the world. <laughs> right. And he goes, Oh no, 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 Tom, there's plenty of issues with the Atkins diet. And he goes off on this whole diatribe of, of all the pitfalls and everything else. And you know what you should be doing in the improvements. I said, okay, but there's the content then. I, I said, I said exactly. I said to him, I said, now if I were to search, so I w- if I was looking to do the Atkins diet, I'd be a great client for you. He's like, oh yeah, absolutely. Now if I search for the Atkins diet, are you going to come up? No, it's like zero. Right? No, no. So okay, so now you need to put out content of exactly what you just told me. So at least you have the opportunity when someone's searching on Google to come up mm-hmm. uh, because they'd be a great client for you. You're missing out on a total huge section, you know, exactly where you live of people who are searching. And I can guarantee you there are people in your town searching for the Atkins diet. He's like, all right, I get it now, Tom. 
Well, and 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 with what you're saying with with content and information like that, I mean, I don't. And and and, and here's the thing out, out there for for you know watching. I can do my own content. I can I can do my own designs. I can do I can do all of that stuff. And so, be uh, because I'm in a very collateral type of business, being in printing and, and marketing. And so, um, why would I even need splash social marketing? And my answer is because I don't do it consistently. All right, I'm going to grab, grab out a contract. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I think I, I. So that brings me to, to my next question: Is okay? You're an expert. You know what you're doing. You've, you've got a successful business. Um, yet you can't get information out on time. So why should I use a local marketing company? You know. Goes back to what I said. I mean, consistency. Yeah, it, consistency and knowing, you know what. I, so I had somebody send me a video today. Mm-hmm. Hi, Shauna. Um, hey, Shauna. <laughs> she's Pick already up your tomorrow, she's damn it. She's already said hi. So. She's probably said that Dustin can help the hot flashes. She did. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first thing that went through. There you go, Shauna. We love you. As I'm mortified over here. Your printing's on my counter there. Um, and, you know, and the, the video was done by a professional, and it's a great video. And I go to upload it to their Instagram page, um, I think, at Dr. All right, at Dr. Dustin Vaughn. Um, and, you know, the bit rate, the audio bit rate is not right. It, do, it won't work for Instagram. So that's the type of stuff that we know and um, would have hoped that other people had known that, too, when they were doing the professional videos. But... Um, it's it's all those little things you don't know you know the sizing even with uh, and facebook and google everything that changes so fast so something that worked for me yesterday i could go on to do it for another client today and it's completely we try to different. be experts week to week because <laughs> the, the, it, it changes, changes so frequently constantly, though, Tom. I mean, constantly. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't tell you they don't tell you there's, there's no there's no bulletin board there's no announcements of of anything that um you know that is coming out or changes unless you know you're talking about uh, Zuckerberg's uh, metaverse that he's working on. <laughs> um, but it, it, like even Google, Google My Business, we'll go into it one day and next day something totally different is there. Like, oh, we got an option for this now. How many of our clients are are women-owned business? How many are you know are uh, are veterans? You know, there's there's so much, and we go in and we see these things since we go into it every day. So so we know. Mm-hmm when these changes or at least we try and know you know sometimes you know someone will go into it, it's like yeah i saw this on there i was like what huh? oh yeah there, <laughs> there it is, is. yep because <laughs> they change it they change it so often they change the rules they change the terms of what you can post and you can't post so mm-hmm. many people have gotten banned from facebook banned from twitter and they come to us and they say yeah i got banned what do i do well you don't get banned you know <laughs> you gotta you gotta you understand gotta man, damn it. you gotta, you gotta understand what you can and you cannot say you, you you can and cannot post these are private companies and you know at the end of the day um you know they're the gatekeepers they're sure. they're the ones who who make the decisions whether you agree with it or not this is their sandbox you're playing in mm-hmm. okay and you got to learn to work within those parameters and still get your message out without getting yourself banned and you know we see that a lot of times with po- our politician clients yes. and everything else um and in case you haven't noticed people tend to be on social marketing uh, social media 
24-7. All the time. So uh, My mother's on constantly. She's like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. But you're but you're busy working. You're not necessarily seeing that somebody just made a comment on the page or left mm -hmm. a review. Mm -hmm. We're getting all those alerts, and we will. So that's uh, that's online reputation management. We're watching for whenever anybody talks about your business or you personally, so that we can address it. If it's great, but it's just a little review left mm -hmm. over here, mm -hmm. there's only a few people are going to see it. We right. want to take that and and splash it out everywhere. If it's negative, we we're really good at turning those negatives into opportunities is that that's how we see it somebody you know um, a restaurant if they get three four comments in a row or reviews where you know server J was rude or whatever then we can go back to the business owner mm -hmm. and say hey this is what we're hearing it might be time to either train or dismiss this person or vice versa Wow, this server Jay keeps getting all these raves on there. You know, please take a moment to recognize him and you know, value your staff so we can help give valuable feedback. We also can look at uh, Google My Business gives you tons of information about when people are coming into your store, when people are calling. So we've actually helped people know how to better staff their location because this is your busy time. Well, how do you know that? Because we can we look we, at Google and we yeah, can figure we track, everything we out. We track everybody by their cell phones walking in the door. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, so many business owners, I say, yeah, your, your most uh, busiest times between eleven and uh, three on uh, Fridays. How do you how do you know that? It's like because when you get an iPhone or an Android phone and you just go down to the end and hit accept, one of those things you're accepting to is them tracking you wherever you go, whatever door you walk through. So we know when all that foot traffic is hmm. coming in. And these are all the tools that tool sets that we bring to these, uh, you know, business owners, local business owners, um, companies, wh whatever it might be, that they just don't know. And the more information you have about your business, the better you can plan your business, the better you, uh, chance you have at succeeding, um, just by knowing these things. And it's mm. not just putting a post out there, but it's knowing to do all the back end stuff, the tags. Did you? Is there all text on that image? And you know, that's what people don't think. Oh well, I put a picture up. Okay, but if you don't do that back end stuff, Google doesn't know what to connect it to. Right. Right. So you know, it's we spend a lot of time learning this, and a lot of time just you know, constantly looking at the marketing, the digital marketing for our clients, and making sure that it's all all done. See, so that's that, that, that's really two good points that both Tom and Jackie made. Um, is when when you hire Splash Social Marketing, they're running your business from the back end. They're taking care of things that help you streamline your business. Mm -hmm. You know, letting you know your busy times. They're also doing your quality control for you that you can't do. You don't have the time to read all your reviews and and make those adjustments. So they're actually on your team, and 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 I think that speaks volumes. Um, you know, one of the things I like to ask a lot of our um, guests is, why should we do business locally? And this is a prime example of, of doing business locally. They, they're in your business, but they're not in your business. And, and I think that's, that's massive. It's, I think it's huge. Mm -hmm. We really take ownership. Yeah, you take ownership. Uh, we, we, of the, each customer's of each your kind reputation. of business. Yeah. Absolutely. And even though we're in the marketing field, 90, I'd say 97, 98% of our business is all word of mouth because we do the right thing and we, we really care. And I become the biggest cheerleaders mm -hmm. for for our clients and you know for the business leaders and everybody that, mm -hmm. that we work I with. Can, I can do plenty of Google ads. I very, very rarely do one for our own business. And it's just because you know we've made our reputation by doing right by the our clients and our businesses uh, within the community. Mm -hmm. 
and that that's helped us grow that's helped us maintain sustain you know we've had clients that have been with us for 11 years mm-hmm. so and you know it, it's um it's a it's a testament by to always doing the right thing by our clients and I, I think that's how how we grow you know if it comes down to it if we get you know if we have a huge exodus if facebook goes down or whatever or they close facebook's doors and you know, we'll then, figure another way. Yeah, then then we'll adapt. Then we'll put out ad, ads. But you know, we'll we'll continue to do the right things. Uh, you know, by all of our clients. Well, I think I, th- I think people forget, and people in business especially don't realize that the majority of us are in the marketing business. I mean, printing is what I do, but marketing is my business. If if right. I'm not marketing, you know, or 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 like Lisa, you know, being a realtor. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're a realtor. But if you're not marketing, if you're not marketing, because right. that's really your job, right. you have no business. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the posts and things like Nobody that. Nobody knows where to find you? or how Correct. Every business needs marketing. It, that's it, And you're either going to you know, do it and survive or not do it, or the chances are going to be against you for, for being successful. And right. there's psychology behind the messaging, too, is knowing even down to the colors that you use mm-hmm. and the words that you use, what's going to make people actually remember you um, and that's you know that's another thing that we spend time learning and I mean, my degree is in psychology and like you mentioned before I worked in the journalism field and so you know most business owners aren't paying attention to that again other right. than Shauna Shauna does that stuff very well too you're on ball Shauna um, <laughs> um, six um, six initials and, and maybe you can hit on them very um, elementary um, the first one is SEO. Everybody hears SEO, search engine optimization. What is it in layman's terms? A search engine optimization is a process which allows your website to be discovered by search engines. Okay, so when somebody searches for your services on Google, you want to come up. Um, the tech, the technical stuff behind it, what SEO, what goes into SEO, there is a lot. Some of it's weighted more heavily than others. You have your keywords, your meta tags, your um, your alt titles on your images, you have um, your ADA compliance, you have your security certificate. Those are all the things on the back end of the, uh, of the website. Um, and there is a difference between keywords and meta tags, and a lot of people don't don't know that. They say, "Oh, I, I got what I do on my site; it's right there." But do you have it on the meta tags? Because first thing Google's going to crawl is your meta tags, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of sets that ball rolling. And then there's uh, updated content. There is a social authority now. Uh, when Google changed to uh, uh, include social authority as part of SEO. Um, that's when our business really took off. And that was like uh, like a year and a half after we started. I think so. Uh, they said, okay, um, you could have two, let's say two pest control companies. They exa- have the exact same websites, the exact same keywords, the exact same meta tags, the same titles. Everything else is the same, okay? But let's say pest control company A, okay, uh, and they both have the same reviews, mm-hmm. you know, some positive, some negative. But pest control company A responds to their reviews. All of a sudden, they're going to be pushed up, okay? Um, They have more localized links, quality inbound links Mm -hmm. coming into their website. They're going to get pushed up. They're active on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, They're going to get pushed up even further, and that's how they, uh, you know, leave the other ones in the dust. There was a local uh, dog grooming place that um, I had built the website for. One of their big concerns was, oh, we can never compete with Petco. We don't have Petco millions of dollars. You know, we're a husband (laughs) and wife team. Um, Well, Google gives preference to 
local businesses. And a lot of business owners don't understand this, that they could take advantage of this. So I built their site and everything else, giving the instructions of what to do. And it took a while, but in about a year, all of a sudden, now they're bouncing between the number one and the number two slot sure. versus Petco. Which mm. is perfect. Wow. Yes. Yep. And uh, a lot of people say, oh, I got a, I got a, a link over on uh, the yellowpages.com. Google doesn't really care about that. If you, I would rather a business owner have a link from their chamber of commerce, mm -hmm. from their local church, a highly localized link. Mm -hmm. Okay, makes you more relevant, and that's the end game of SEO. Google wants to show the most relevant result to the end user. Okay. Wow. So uh, I, I didn't. I didn't understand that it worked like like that. Yeah. yeah. So they want to say, what is the most relevant? If you're searching for this, what is the most relevant result we can show you? And it does everything. It remembers your search history. It remembers everything else. It takes a website. It says all these things connect this business with this person. And that's what we're going to show them. So a lot of times when people say, oh, I'm searching, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up number one all the time. <laughs> well, I'm like, well, you click on your own website. Yeah. Well, well, you know, and, 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 that's, and that's a point that I like to bring up. Um, because I know that if I search on my computer... For my company, I'm number one or two. Now, that's not factual, though, right? Because that's not really an organic. That is showing, uh, Google is showing you what what you like, what right. you like. And it, it uh, knows that. Right. So when, when I grade how how we are coming up, if I do it from my, my own browser, um, it's going to, uh, it's going to, uh, Show you. me, show show me my clients because mm -hmm. I go to their websites all the time. I'm on their, you know, I'm on their Facebook pages, so it remembers all that. So I have to use a zeroed out browser. That's what I like to call it. I don't know if there's a real technical term <laughs> for it, but it's a, a browser, computer. a browser that does not have any recorded history of of my searches or anything else. Gotcha. And I can see, you know, that gives me a better gauge of how our clients are doing ranking in SEO. Um, SEM, search engine marketing. Search engine marketing. Well, that's uh, that's just giving Google some money. Um, <laughs> you're, Instead of giving it to Google, splash social media. Yes. <laughs> well, the the top the top slot of the search. Somebody, t every, whenever anybody asks me, Tom, how do I get to the top of Google? Well, you give them money because the very top <laughs> right. portion of the page is advertisers. Mm -hmm. That's how you get to the top of the page, and so search engine marketing. Okay, is what you're doing is you're putting an ad out there, and it's it's a little bit more complex than just saying okay, let's let's put an ad out there. Okay, you've got um, uh, uh, you know, I, I say okay, I've got my keywords, I got my ads, I'm good. No, well, no, you got to see what's happening once that ad starts running. And I tell everybody when you do search engine marketing, the first three months, your goal is to learn, learn what keywords work, mm -hmm. learn what message people click on the most. There's there's a ton of learning that you that you can do in the first quarter. Um, yeah, you probably get business out of it, yes, but that's my goal. My goal is to learn. Mm -hmm. Okay, but then once we have that down, we got that faucet that we can turn on and off for your business, which is really good. Um, but like uh, when it comes to like keywords, like I set up a for the same. Um, it was a dog grooming place. Mm -hmm. I set up their 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 keywords and everything, and they started getting calls right away, and. Um, he said, "I'm getting a lot of calls for mobile pet grooming, and they weren't. They were a they were a brick and mortar place. Mm. And I said, well, my thought, my thought process is, well, if someone's looking to get their dog groomed, maybe they don't know you're right around the corner, and they can just go there, and that might be a good client because 
you're a dog groomer. They got a dog and needs to be groomed. <laughs> right, so in right. my mind, that's what I was thinking. But he, he, he told me, he said he knows his business better than I do, right? He says, no, Tom, you know, I think there's enough business where we can just target people who want to bring their dogs in. I said, okay, let's try it out. And sure enough, he was right. right. But that's the learning portion of it. You know, I'm taking my expertise, bringing it in. He's taking his expertise, giving it to me, and we're kind of marrying the two together. But he could have taken it one step further and maybe opened a mobile division too <laughs> right well, with yeah. all the business he was you know attracting yeah i mean if it, if it's if the roi is going to be there you know mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure that that's an option you know down the road because now he knows he can get those calls sure. he can garner those those eyes those views well i, th I think tom brings up a, a really good point because like social media marketing um printing or, or direct mail is very similar and i tell people all the time if, if you're farming a, a neighborhood you know uh whatever you're farming uh, arrow tree or whatever you just can't mail once you right. you 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 just can't say say to Tom and Jackie I want to try you out for 30 days I tell people when they want to market an area it could take four five six mailings before people even recognize who you are or what the hell you're even sending them and it's the same thing in in I, I would believe in in splash social marketing is you can't expect results in 30 days because it's a it's a process. It's a massaging of what's working, what's not working, and, and how we can, you know, be fluid with, with how we're marketing, right? I mean, I would think it's very similar yeah, to that. Yeah, but the nice thing with this is that we can be extremely fluid. So if we start a, a campaign and say, okay, we're going to run an ad for two weeks, a week in we see, oh, it's not really working. We're not stuck with just this final product. We can go in and change some of the targeting mm -hmm. or change some of the wording, change the image, whatever we think might help it, and hopefully have a better second week from it. So right. we, you know, right. we can change it constantly. And I, mean, I, I agree. Um, why have a social media partner? Why not just do it yourself? Because uh, I mean, I know why, but <laughs> a business owner should be an expert in their own field. They are not an expert in social network marketing. Okay. Right. So if you're uh, a plumber, you're going to be an expert plumber. You better be good at your job. I don't expect you to be good at, at social network marketing. That's where we come in and we help you out. Okay. Right. Um, you know, we, we free up your time so you can continue to not only, uh, you know, do your business, but develop your craft, develop your talents, mm -hmm. you know, do, you know, we take on that, that weight load. We take on that, that case load. We put that on our backs. You and know? chances are really good that if you're with the time that's freed up, that you're not spending on doing your social marketing, you're going to earn more doing your own business than you're paying us. Right. So you're, you're saving money in that sense. Yeah, and I think people are always apprehensive because because they, they go online and, and, and look at these things. Oh, well, this is 3,000 a month. This is 5,000 a month. Um, if, if, I if I remember a conversation we had a while back, even for a few hundred dollars a month, somebody could start a social media campaign and yeah uh, oh absolutely absolutely you, you know with, with with splash social marketing mm -hmm. we're set up to be very affordable to the local business owner because when i was growing up my dad was a local business owner he owned two sandwich shops in newport rhode island and when the comp and he was the only sandwich shop in Newport, Rhode Island. When the competition moved in, the D'Angelo's, the subway, they didn't just move into the neighborhood. I could punch a hole in the wall and see their operation. <laughs> right. That's and, and I wish somebody could have helped him out. He ended up losing his businesses mm. Mm. Um, after so many years, after decades. And that, that kind of broke my heart. I didn't have the skill set back then to help him out. So mm. we have a very strong um, 
affinity for local business owners. You know, we we want to see them succeed extreme, just like if they were it was my dad's business. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're set up very affordable. Our contract terms are are very agreeable. You know, we have a twelve month with an auto renew, and there, but there's a thirty day out clause. Okay. Um, some of our clients, they get to the point where they've grown. We had a financial company out in New York um, who were doing it for years. And they got to the point says, you know what? We really want to try it internally. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So what happens with us is you send us a cancellation uh, letter, an email. Okay. We're going to charge you for 30 days. But during that 30 days, we're going to make sure where that baton is handed off smoothly. We'll train the person who's taken our place. We'll show them what is working for them, okay, in the mm. past. So there's you don't have to go through that learning curve again. Um, and sure enough, uh, that same financial company, six months later, oh, she left us. Uh, can you start back up? No problem. That happened to me with a client. <laughs> they they Because we were processing all their direct mail, like mm-hmm. millions of pieces a year, and they said, oh, we brought it in-house because somebody got trained. And they left, and you're like, "Hey, Ken, you know, yeah, hey. <laughs> yep. like, yeah, we can pick you up, you know, absolutely, again. absolutely, you know, and, and and that's a nice thing about dealing locally. Um, where are we going with this now? Uh, well, but, but before before we get into um, our, our fun part of the show, Splash Social Marketing, locally owned, mm-hmm. definitely, you're dealing with Tom and Jackie directly, and when doing business, it's better to everybody does business with people. You don't do business with, with, with a name. It's always people. And, and I found that out, you know, myself and as well. And that's been really important to us. When we first started, again, we were one of the first people doing it. And we had two big franchise development companies mm-hmm. contact us and say, your business model is great. It's working. Let's do this. And, you know, we had conversations about it because that looked like an amazing opportunity. But because of the experience that he's had working for other companies and I worked for the government and your hands are always tied and you don't feel like you're doing the best for the person across this table from sure. you. Sure. We said, you know what? No, we're going to keep it where it's just us. And, you know, um, I think we probably could have been pretty big if we had done the franchising 11 years ago. But right. it wasn't right for us. We want to build those relationships. Franchising is weird because I'm a franchise. So all of our SEO, SEMs done at a corporate level. And I actually increased my budget for more um, leads, more marketing, and I was getting zero. And I said, you know, there's got to be a different way. And then I started, you know, my 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 crazy brother, you know, Mike over at Bagel Brothers. He's, Delicious. He, yeah. <laughs> um, he, he's like, well, why don't you just do some Facebook ads? And I'm like, yeah, why not? Why don't I take the same budget that I was sending there? Let me do my Facebook ads. I'll, I'll, I'll run an ad for 30 days. I'll, I'll put in my financial budget. And I generated more revenue in one month from doing the marketing than corporate was doing. But that's because I took the time to do it. I'm, and I'm as guilty as every other business owner watching this or listening to this afterwards is we always have the best of intentions. My intentions are every single Monday to send out an email blast. I can tell you that out of <laughs> 10 Mondays, I probably send one. <laughs> and, and, and that's exactly why you, you want to use a company like Splash Social Marketing because they'll make sure that that email blast is done or that post is done or your content is being updated because everybody says, I can update my content. I have time. I, I can do that on Saturday. And 
you never update your damn content. You just don't. <laughs> it's the same content. You know, you, you know, there's the same guy from 1979 running a printing press that was built in the 40s. You know, so you have. You know, and, and we're guilty of it ourselves well, with our own in business. Your own business yes. Our own marketing yeah. is not nearly as we're, good as our clients. We're the well, doctors don't that don't take their own that. medicine because yeah. we're right. so busy working on everybody else's social right. media. We we hardly ever go into our, our own. And, you know, like uh, I've had because I, I network with uh, uh, some like the, the VP of uh, Disney marketing and a lot of other these uh, uh, other big marketing people across the United States were just on, in like this group on like LinkedIn and everything. And, and I remember one time somebody was complaining to me. He's like, it's like, Tom, you never post on Twitter. And I was like, it, it, we're doing it for so many other people. Right, right. I, I don't you know, at the end of the day. When it's me time, I don't want to post on Twitter. I want to play a video game. You know, I go that's... through spurts. Every now and then you'll see our page is looking really good. <laughs> then yeah. it's like, where have you been? Well, yeah. well, well there's, that, there's that old adage that the shoemaker's son yep. has no shoes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and, and speaking of adages and, 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 and quotes, uh, I, was, I was on Jackie's Facebook page, and, and she, she had the funniest quote, and I laughed out loud. And, and, and I think it said something. And I, I know we're off topic because I jump off topic. But I was I was thinking about. She's like, where is he going with yeah. this? I'm nervous. There's a lot of quotes Jackie put on there. But, but I, it was something like, I put my boob in a bra one boob at a time or something like that. <laughs> like every other woman put my boob in a bra. My yeah. Right. Got too. I don't know from... why I brought it up, but it was just funny. And so so it 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 <laughs> it, it got me to 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 know Jackie in a in a different way than, than we usually do in a business community. If anyone yeah. is a fan of Bob's Burgers, I swear the character Linda it was it's like he's watching me and and that's me on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I know that my family used to joke about it every now and then. I'm like I don't hear it. And then one day my daughter just looked at me. She's like. Linda and I thought I oh, hear it yeah. now I hear it and so since then I've embraced it yes it's better than Marco my daughter used to watch that show all the time oh my god I'm addicted well we're we're running out of time we're, we're gonna get into our music segment we always like to do a new little music segment for the show and I'm gonna start with Tom I'm gonna come to you as oh, well shoot. I didn't I didn't bring a guitar that, that uh, I, I have a guitar up front Lisa go grab that guitar uh, first concert you ever went to um, that's tough. I want to say it's the Throwing Muses, uh, which is an alternative band from the 80s, just because uh, I went to high school with them. Um, they were signed uh, by 4AD Records, but they used to practice at my friend's house um, back before they were, you know, anything big. But I think the first, like, real big concert that I saw, I, I never went to huge concerts. I always went, to, I loved going to shows, so I'd right. go see the Ramones. Okay. Um, let's see, who else did I see? The. Uh, All right, I'm going to interrupt you. Tom had a favorite, favorite musician band when he was... Oh, yeah. I had, a, I had a musician that I idolized when I was in high school. I mean, I love every <laughs> single song, every single right, record he that? put out. It was a... Uh, uh, it was called the Jazz Butcher Conspiracy, and it was a punk band. It was kind of like an alternative punk band. Right. It wasn't jazz at all. Although they kind of sound jazz. <laughs> and being Tom, when he puts his mind to something, he gets it done. You were, what, 20, 21 or so? And when you met him, I was now was yeah, I think it was like twenty. Twenty, met him. Not only met him, but that was it. They're friends. They are friends to this day. He even did 
we chose one of his songs as our, our first dance at our wedding. Oh, okay. And cool. he took the time to go into the studio and record a version just for us. Just wow. for us, yeah. yeah. And I got a credit on one of his CDs, you know. It, it, That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I've always achieved, everything I put my mind to, I've, I've achieved, I've accomplished, you know. She wouldn't, she wouldn't talk to me. She wouldn't date me for the first year <laughs> that I knew her. But once, once I, I met Jackie, I dumped all the other girls that I was dating at the time. <laughs> And I said, that is the one for me. They're like, she'll never go out with you, Tom. It's 25 years. Is yeah. it 25 years now or thereabouts? We started dating in 89. Oh. So I, and we got married in 95. Okay. But mu music-wise. 25 years, 26 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Nice. But music-wise, I, um, I love a lot of different things. I love. Uh, that wasn't the question, Tom. Well, uh, the first, <laughs> first, the first concert. concert. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, 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 I'm trying to remember. I I think it was the Ramones okay, in Providence, album. Rhode Island. First album you ever bought? First album I ever bought was God Save the Queen by the Sex Pistols. My mom took it and threw it away. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> and with, with she gave me Johnny money. And all that. Yeah, she gave me the money to get uh, a new record. Um, and so I went out and I bought The Clash. Okay. London yeah. Calling. London Calling. Yep. <laughs> all right, Miss Jackie. I think my first concert was Genesis, maybe. Went okay. with my, my sisters are much older than I am, and nice. I think I tagged along to that at one point. Um, That's so all. Genesis. Phil Con was it the Phil Collins years or the Peter Gabriel years? Phil Collins years. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. First um, album. That, I have no idea. No idea. I do, I do remember being really little and having my little red cassette player and walking around listening to the Rocky Horror Picture Show soundtrack okay. constantly. All right, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> maybe that. No, I'm sure I stole that from my sisters. But. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, for my for my final music question of the day, um, I like to ask everybody th th this question. So, if, I don't know if you listened to the whole show before or not. Probably not, because you're like, oh shit, I got to turn that off. <laughs> so, um, you know, you 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 get a phone call from the manager of this band, and they're like, hey. You know, Tom, Jackie, you know, we really need you in the band. We can't find anybody else. You know, we're 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 short one person, and and you know, the only issue is that that you you have to come up with your own name, and you were invited to join the Spice Girls. <laughs> what is your Spice name? Oh, 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 so I get to be a, a Spice? Yes. I see. My I immediately go to social. So social spice. Social, social spice. Okay. You say spice. yours first. I just did. What is it? Social, social spice. spice. Social spice. Oh, I kind of like that. Right? That's, pretty, that's pretty damn good, right? <laughs> Most people get stumped on this question yeah, that and, one was they, easy and they can't answer it. Oh, no, I, I got mine already. Right, I, I'm Arcator Spice. Oh. I'm an Arcator. Oh, there you go. So that or, was, that or was gamer spice. Yeah. That was, that was the, those are the quickest answers. Yeah. Now, now for the close of the show, um, I always like to play this or that. So you, I'm, I'm going to alternate between both of you guys okay. and just answer okay. this or that. Popeyes or KFC? KFC. Beer or cocktails? Oh, beer. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Bacon or sausage? Bacon. Spaceship or rocket ship? Mm, spaceship. <laughs> Cake or cookies? Ooh, cookies. <laughs> cookies. Facebook or Instagram? Facebook makes me more money. Oh, well, they see money, money, money. You can debate more on Facebook. M&M's yes. or Skittles? Oh, M&M's. Oh, yeah. Stuffed mushrooms, stuffed jalapenos? Jalapenos. And for the most important question, pay attention, Tom. Okay. Foot massage or back massage? Oh, that depends on the day. Well, there you go. So. What so about today? <laughs> today, I just need to jump in the pool. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. All right, last question. I'm going to ask this to both of you. So, so uh, you're going to go first. So it gives Tom a chance to think. Uh-oh. Okay. If you could turn back time, 
and tell your 18 year old self something, what would you tell yourself? Okay. Oh, I'm going to reference Dr. Vaughn again. Keep moving. Keep because moving. Because my body is shutting down. And he said something the other day, like, once you stop moving, that's it. And once I, mm -hmm. with injury after injury, and I stopped, and I'm just in agony. And I think if I had known to, instead of listening to the advice of stay still and let things heal, you know, mm -hmm. use that, but also keep moving, I think I'd be a completely different person and probably handle my hot flashes better. So keep moving. You're up. Invest in Google. Invest in Google. <laughs> well, there you go, everybody. That's our interview with Tom and Jackie. Hey, um, where can everybody find you guys? Uh, we're on social media. Oh, on social media? Where can we find you? Oh, just uh, on Facebook. Just type in Splash Social Marketing. And Instagram and Twitter is at Splash Social. Yes. There you go. So that's Tom and Jackie with Splash Social Marketing. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Lisa, Thanks, say Ken. goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. Great show. Right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for stopping in, and enjoy the rest of your week. Have a good one.